It's cool stuff. I'm that is partly my worry about like I want to live in Charlotte. I want to live in Atlanta. One of those two places after yeah, school. Yes, sir. Right. I'll, I'll ATL. Treat you right. ATL. Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. Bro. Hang out with, with Gabe and little baby. Yes, anyway. sir. <laughs> That's crazy, bro. <laughs> Just like having my own place, you know, having that routine for myself. I think work would help with, you know. Because that's the big thing for me. If I don't have a schedule, I just feel lost, man. Mm -hmm. That's with anything in life. Like, getting back to school, like, those first two weeks, mm. man, they are crazy. Just because there's so many different directions that I'm being dragged into. And it's like, I need some sort of, like, consistency mm -hmm. so that I can have peace of mind. But I'm, you know, just cruising along. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Crooked Sticks, the podcast, the community of conversation. I am your host, Gabriel Brown. Back in here with another podcast. Got two special guests today. One, we got the, the first guest from the first episode that we did. I'm going to let him get his flowers and talk to y'all. So let's go ahead and get into it, bro. Yeah, what's up, guys? It's uh, it's Brandon Tudhill. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what to say, man. Hey, right, uh, you know, Gabe's homeboy at High Point, man. Yes, sir. It's, it's good to be here as always, man. For sure. Love, love the stuff y'all talk about always, man. It's always touching, always deep. Always, always easy to relate to. So I appreciate that. Man. Glad to be here, man. Absolutely. My name is uh, Mike. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh man. Uh, I met Gabe through through B here uh, after a while at high school. Um, but me and Gabe have had our recent conversation yeah. about yeah. Uh, religion and life in general. So mm -hmm. I do appreciate you having me on the podcast and bringing me out here. Absolutely, man. It's just wild, man. I got my hot point boy with me. I got my Hampstead boy with yeah. me. Yeah. It's the greatest collab ties, of all time. Man. This yeah, is a collab we never good. knew we needed. You know what I'm saying? That's family, bro. Yes, sir, bro. Family. It's good to be here. Absolutely, man. Um, All right, then. So I got a question, and I'm going to ask this question because I feel like it's relevant to just where we are right now. So we just came out of summer. Um, This summer, personally, has been a large season of growth for me. And God has used that short time to be, like, hammering in some things, some gaps that needed filling in um, emotionally, mentally, physically, spiritually, you name it. Like, a lot of stuff, a lot of growth happened in that short time. And so my question for y'all is, how have you guys seen um, – how have you guys seen yourselves grow in this summer? How have you seen, your, how you, uh, how have you seen yourselves grow this summer? How have you seen God start to shape you guys? Like, how have – how has um how have you guys started from just beginning of the summer till now? Yeah. Michael, you wanna take that one? <laughs> I guess so, yeah. Oh man. I don't even know where to start with that. I feel like this has probably been one of, if not the biggest summers that I've had mm -hmm. personally. Like I'm not going to school and stuff, so like just growth like that mm -hmm. has not really been happening, but like I've been able to fortify my brain more mm -hmm. can get myself out of funks way easier mm -hmm. um learn about christianity and god and reading the bible mm -hmm. um you know i'm trying to get trying to get back to my old ways that were positive but mm -hmm. keep building on it keep getting fresher and newer and trying to keep a strong strong mentality really yeah so i got a lot out of it i think that's good man that's good yeah awesome well I, the reason I asked you to go first, because mine's kind of loaded. Uh, so this summer, um, I was up in New York. Shout out Hudson Valley Renegades. Working the Hudson Valley Renegades, single-A affiliate of the New York Yankees. It was a great internship. 
Um, but I'm from North Carolina. I don't live in New York, so I had to get a place to rent out, like by Fishkill. Shout out Fishkill, awesome place to stay. Um, about 10 minutes away from the stadium. Um, and I was doing like 60, 70 hours a week, man. Mm. I was I was working my butt off mm. all the time. And even on non-game weeks, I'd be working 30 hours at least. So it was just a grind, man. Mm. And just being there and not having my boys with me, like Mike. Mike is one of the boys I go to at home over the summer that I usually, usually have. I didn't have that really. Mm. You know, just so being away from home was tough for me. Um, it taught me a lot. Uh, I was definitely lonely at times too, uh, just learning how to kind of deal with that and uh, just find happiness in the little things maybe, mm -hmm. like even just a drive around or yeah. you going to KFC or something like that, putting on some good music <laughs> on the way to KFC, just cruising, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Uh, no, I'm just kidding. But um, No, no, I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm not. Um, but you just find simplicity in the little things. Yeah. And uh, that's, that's what I kind of learned about myself. Um, was that I needed to put more of an intention on that because mm -hmm. I I am always thinking ahead. I try to go as fast as I can sometimes. I don't try to think about things more than once. I go with my gut instinct most of the time when I'm making decisions. Mm -hmm. And, like, sometimes I'm just like, man, it's like I can't breathe right now, mm -hmm. man. Like, I'm not in the moment right now. Mm -hmm. I just got to – I just need to calm down, take a deep breath, realize where I am, mm -hmm. realize where I've been through, and know that I have the confidence and the abilities to do whatever's best for me in the mm -hmm. in the future. Yeah. So that was a loaded answer, but yeah. I'm telling you, man, it was it was tough. I learned a lot being away from home, and professionally, mm -hmm. I think I've grown a lot too, mm -hmm. as well, unrelated. But yeah, it's been a it's been a personal journey, 2023, just this entire entire year, man. So, yeah. A lot of lessons, a lot, a lot of lessons. Just being away, man. Yeah. But what was one of the things? Uh, that you thought you learned one of the things i thought i learned yeah. in 2023 or just 2023 or the summer you can take your pick man um i definitely learned more about patience mm -hmm. um just because working so much and being around the same people like my coworkers, for so long it's it's just becomes draining like yeah. gabe i love you if i spent <laughs> 60 70 hours with you a week i'd want to I understand. Strangle you. I understand. Yeah. No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> I understand, um, bro. No, man. Yeah. That's just that's, that's a lot. That's natural, though. That's a I, lot, man. It's just my patience, too, with that mm. and just, like, accepting the things – or serenity prayer, I guess, if we want to tie it into religion, just mm -hmm. accepting the things that I cannot change. Mm -hmm. Just taking them as they are and just moving on and trying to focus on the things that I can control. Yeah. Was a huge, huge thing that I tried to focus on this summer because mm -hmm. there was a lot that I didn't know about in my future or mm -hmm. with my job, yeah, or with people. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, okay, yeah. I'm, I'm just gonna do me, <laughs> yeah. And if it doesn't work out, oh well, yeah. you know, I have the confidence to do that and the confidence that you know, if it doesn't work out, I'll be just fine. Yeah. Nothing's really as bad as it seems. Mm -hmm. That's what I kind of try to think about. So. Yeah. I get, I get that, man. Yeah. I get yeah. that. What about you, Gabe? Man, this summer has been crazy, bro. Um, I felt like, uh, I said this on the earlier episode, but I felt like every single week I had something new to deal with. Like, it seemed like I'd finish something one week and be like, dang, all right, God, I finally get it, and I'm good. Nope, <laughs> here comes round two. And it would go on every single week. And it was like clockwork. It would be like Tuesday or Thursday, sometimes Friday, maybe Sunday. And just come right around and 
bam, it just hits you. And it was so, I want to say disorienting, but it was frustrating at times because I'm like, I'm really trying to like get a handle on things, trying to understand like how I can kind of frame my life moving forward. Just for example, just give you guys some insight, right? Like financially, this was a hard summer for me, right? Um, because I mean, you know, I only make so much at school, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Um, I make $10 an hour at school doing a skill that pays thousands of dollars per contract if you were to do it somewhere else, right? So that's a lot of time being invested into like a, a high value skill. And I, I enjoyed that skill, you know, it's just a lot of fun for me. Um, but so limited bank account fundage. Um, and I had to rent an apartment just like Brandon. Um, and honestly, I've just been noticing that I was, I was like at the beginning of summer, like that first, second week I was praying. I was like, it's so frustrating um, because it feels like the only way I'm able to actually like live and survive is if I have someone else giving a helping hand, right? And it's like, it's a blessing that I have that, you know, because I know friends who don't have that. Mm -hmm. they, they don't get any of that. And I'm glad that I have that. But at the same time, I'm like, that's not how I'm trying to live. Like, I'm trying to be in a position because I'm going to need to have a family one day. Mm -hmm. And they're going to look to me. And I'm not going to be looking to my family to hand me out to hand them out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, can't, I can't be handing out handouts like that. Yeah. And so... Um, I've, I was praying so much about that and it was just, it was hard because like the first rent I had to pay, you know, my parents covered, I'm like very appreciative of that, you know, but it got to a point in the summertime where I had like, I had very little money in my account, like very little. We was running, running paper thin dry. Like it was, it was bad. And, um, it's just like, you know, my parents are like, we know you're working. I hadn't even gotten paid yet. I didn't get paid for like three weeks. You know what I'm saying? It's like, we know you're working. If you need anything, you can ask for it and like, and we'll help. And I'm literally putting all the energy I can muster into saving what I have so I can do that. Because to myself, it was more important to me that I knew that I would be able to have the discipline to do that when the time came. Not that they would be able to help me out. Like I was like, I need to know that whatever it is that I'm doing in the future, I'll be able to make it like that. And... It was just, I was like, am I lazy? Am I not working hard enough or something? Am I um, doing the wrong thing? You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, I was making, like, 20 an hour this summer. I'm, like, working three weeks and get paid a single dime yet. Do you know Uncle Sam going to take his cut? So <laughs> what, whatever, cut, I, whatever I calculated was not what I was going to be getting paid anyway. I was like, ooh, we, make, we, we, we might be in a good position. And I would forgot that, bro, he going to get, like, a third of that immediately. Yeah. So... <laughs> That Reality, changed man. that changed everything, man. And it even got to the point too where Ari, you know, offered she was like, Hey, like if you 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 shouldn't have to like worry about eating or something. Like if you really if you if you really need anything, like I can help you out. And like to me, that felt very difficult as a man to hear because it's like she's going to offer me something that I one day want to be able to provide for, for her, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And it's just like, it became to the, I had to, I had to think about it. It's like, is this my pride and ego getting in the way of mm. somebody like really mm. God, God putting somebody in my life who's meant to help me. And then it's my pride and ego getting in the way. 
So I told her no. <laughs> and oh so no, gosh. but hear me out, hear me out, hear me oh, out, hear me out. Poor girl no, 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 no. No, 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 but no. But no, no, that's not it though. That's not it though. No, I know. Hear me out, hear me out. Listen, listen. So my parents already had kind of covered for me. I wasn't trying to I was just sharing with her, like, hey, this is what's going on. This is just me being transparent about this. Like, this is this is difficult. But I know I can handle this. And I need to know I need to learn this now. So, you know, it's gonna be an adjustment, but I'm glad I'm learning this now mm-hmm. while I have still somebody there to catch me if I'm going to fall. You know what I'm saying? And I also didn't accept it because my parents had already given me something earlier. And so I was like, I'm not going to squander that and expect something else from her too. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want her to get trained in the sense of bailing me out just because she has a giving heart, you know? And so I would say like, that's okay. And like, I knew if I really needed it, I know I could go and I could ask, but I was just like, let me, learn this let me not make it easier for myself yeah um fast forward so after meal prep right i got meal prep for my food and there's like i got four tubs right mm-hmm. so it's five days in a week i gotta eat lunch five five times i got four tubs i kid you not i cannot make this up man every single week god provided me a fifth lunch and it was the craziest experience ever like someone at work would like offer to buy me lunch and it happened like clockwork like i would shadow somebody they pay for it i would do this and then like they would cover it and it was the craziest thing because i almost started like in my mind i was like they're gonna cover my lunch aren't they and then they'd offer it right then and there and i'd have my lunch i'd bring it i'd spend hours cooking that food meal prepping and i would bring it every single time because i'm like I need, like, I'm not going to expect any handouts. I'm not going to expect anything yeah. to, like, bail me out. But, like, you know, like, the word says, like, God's my provider. He's he's, he's, he's going to get me. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's got me. But I'm, like, just because he's provider doesn't mean I need to put myself in a position to get bailed out. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I need it, it's going to be there. Yeah. But this is what I have. So I'm going to take this as, like, this is my answer. Like, you ever seen that story of, like, the guy who was drowning and he prayed to God that he was, like, um, he was, like, he prayed to God to come save him. And then a boat drives by and he's like, hey, I'm here to save you. He's like, no, don't worry. God will save me. And the boat leaves. And then like a priest comes by or something. It's like, hey, like, do you need help? Like, he's like, no, don't worry. God will save me. <laughs> and he drives by again. The guy drowns and then he goes to heaven and he's like, God, why didn't you save me? He's like, I sent you two people, <laughs> two people to come help That's, you out. Oh, man. Yeah. And he's like, and you didn't do anything with that. And it's like, I think it's that story is so interesting because it's like a balance between supernatural expectancy of god intervening and then also like the power and the simple of god sending somebody your way to help you right and so in the the simple ways is the way i saw god was providing for me which was the people covering for my lunch now they didn't know that but it happened almost every single week like clockwork that i would then have my lunch that i brought that day to be eaten for dinner or for a lunch later that week that i still needed to fill out right so this happened every single week and that was the biggest thing i had to overcome because i'm like i'm trying to get to a place where i know that god is my provider but in order to do that i have to get to a place where i can't provide for myself and that's scary because i'm like how we gonna make ends meet (laughs) literally (laughs) then god's like i'm gonna meet it (laughs) i'm like okay that's great but like no i like rent due you know what i'm saying needs to pay for food you know I ate like the same thing almost every single day because I knew what it was going to cost. <laughs> and 
it hit every single time. <laughs> it was so good, bro. Apple juice, egg sandwich with avocado this, spread, turkey. This dude loves apple juice, man. With the sriracha oh sauce. Listen, all I can say is it hit. Had my little chorizo burritos, had my protein. When I made uh, dishes for lunch, like I had my vegetables in there and everything. So, like, I, I was chilling. But I kid you not, man. Like, to a T, I was um, learning this stuff out. I even made myself my first spreadsheet of, like, finances. So, like, I put formulas there and everything. So, I, whenever I get paid, like, takes out this portion for, like, offering or something. Or takes out this portion for, this is for expenses. This is for your, if you want to invest something. This is for, like, your emergency fund or if you want to have fun with it. And it's like for the first month and a half, I believe, I was in the red for expenses. But that's because I set up the equation, take out a certain amount. And if I got paid after three weeks, I'm behind on like three weeks worth of expenses. So I put in those expenses to take away. So by the time I got to like the end of like the or the middle of the second month, you were going over. I was going over. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So but in my mind, that was just like a mentality like. I know that I have some wiggle room here because of that, mm -hmm. but this is the mark that I need to try to meet. So I was meeting, like, I think it was trying to hit under 50% expenses of whatever I made. So if I could hit under 50 or 40% of all my money that I make going into expenses, then I was like, well, I'm spending less than half of what I make, then I'm going a, I'm to a be good, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so that was such a challenge because I'm, like, having to figure that out. Then at the end of the summer, I um, moved into a new place because my re my lease it ended. And I know I told you about that story. Yeah, Boy, yeah. I was searching for a yeah. spot. Oh, my you goodness. You know any friends? <laughs> you know you anybody who lived near Charlotte? me? <laughs> I'm serious, bro. I was hitting everybody up. Um, And then I get to the end of the week. or I, I get I, I move in. Right, I had a connection with somebody um, from here. Actually, a guy who had my was my podcast before. Um, his name's Jim Smith. And he had a friend who lived in Charlotte. And... I met up with him, saw the place, talked with him. I was like, great. And the price, affordable. So I went with that, and I had to move all my stuff from my apartment. I moved half of it to my friend who lived, like, nearby in High Point, and I moved the other part that I was just going to need, literally bare essentials, to this new place. And I get there, and I move in, and I haven't meal prepped any food. So I'm like, oh, I got money now. I've been working. Let me go ahead. I'm just, I'm just going to buy lunch, right? So I'm talking talking with Ari. I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to buy lunch. And then randomly, because she knew that if, if, I, if, she, if she asked me, <laughs> I would have been like, nah. And I, I, get like a, I get like a Venmo from her, and it says, like, here's lunch on me. And it's like even her sending that without – I'm not going to deny or, like, reject somebody offering me a gift. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But in that moment – that small gesture meant so much for me. And it also just showed me how much, in a sense, I could like really rely on her, even in those moments when I feel like I should be the one to be able to do that, you know? Um, and it's just so incredible how God used her in that moment. And so every single week has somebody to provide for something. That's amazing, um, man. And yeah, man, I'm I'm so grateful about that. That's just one of the areas, but I think that's the the most memorable thing. Is something that I really had to learn through trial and error. Is how God was trying to reveal Himself as a provider for things. But in order to do that, you have to get to that place low enough to really only rely on something greater than yourself. Yeah. Which is the sad part about it, because it's like 
okay, well, now I'm in a spot where I have to rely on something greater than myself. Mm -hmm. But once you learn how to do that, well, then the rest comes easy because it's like, well, now I know I don't even need to really figure this out. <laughs> I can just yeah. go to him. So that's just the way I've been pursuing everything um, with that. And Do you believe that? Do you believe that if you, like, if you've done – I believe that if you've mm -hmm. done everything you can in a situation and you're mm -hmm. still not able to achieve something because mm -hmm. it's an outside source, that mm -hmm. he will intervene. But I feel like if he sees that you're not putting 100% into something, he's not mm -hmm. going to reward you with like an easy way out, for lack of a better term. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I feel like I feel like it's it's kind of both of those, right? Because if you think about it, obviously, like since that God weighs the hearts of man, right? He weighs our intentions and our motives. And so if you think about a person who's like hoping to get bailed out, well, obviously they're trying to cheat their effort, you know? And right. so like, you can't trick God. He's obviously going to see that. Mm -hmm. um, but to someone who's trying really hard and is making no progress, obviously that can be disheartening. And so sometimes our question is like, is it like a matter of like, is this just not the route I'm supposed to take? I'm supposed to do it differently? Or it's just like an opportunity where God's trying to show him something about, show me something about himself, you know? Um, and I think it was a little bit of both of those things. Like I was trying to like make ends meet, but I felt like there were some things where I was just like, no, I'm trying to, I'm trying to bail myself out again. Like it was such a very unique position because the way things were lining up, it was clear like, I wasn't supposed to be trying to find a way to like make myself the source of my own like salvation, so to speak, like financially. Right. Like I was put in a position where I would have to rely on him to see that. Um, and I believe I believe that. Absolutely. I think before I was like, yeah, I believe that to be true. But I think this summer I lived it out. Mm -hmm. So now I can speak about it with such conviction because I'm like, no, nah, I <laughs> no, all it was thin, you yeah. know. And so this is the longest period I've ever had ten dollars in my wallet, and that's because I went to the bank. <laughs> When'd you go to the bank? Wait, I didn't go to the bank. I got some money somewhere. Where did I get money from? Somebody paid me some money. I don't know what happened, but yeah, this is the longest time I've ever had ten dollars. So Ari trying to send you stuff. No, you end up with ten dollars in your bank account. What? No, you just you no. just have all sorts of people throwing money at no, you. No, no. <laughs> somebody paid me for something somebody paid me anyways anyway the, 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 the point that i'm making the point that i'm making is that i've been able to see god like practically as a provider for myself yeah. um and it's like there's a verse in matthew that says uh it's about do not worry basically don't worry about what you'll eat or drink um then you know birds fly around they gather and they store up and they, they don't have to worry about what they're going to eat you know what i'm saying like birds don't worry about what they're going to eat they wake up they go fly around they find food they eat it they go back to sleep and they run the same thing back again and again and again and they've been doing that for hundreds if not thousands of years and now you like now we're we're different we're human beings we have the ability to think and conceptualize our reality and actually take a step back from things like in a philosoph philosophical sense whoa in a philosophical sense and so now it's like we can actually have commentary on our own situations and make ourselves maybe more anxious than we need to be right mm -hmm. and so jesus is talking um actually to he's having a sermon on the mountain and basically he's saying like don't worry about that stuff because if god takes care of something as insignificant as birds how much more will he take care of you 
If that's like if you're more precious than the birds, more precious than the grass and the trees and all this stuff, you know, how much more important does he care about you and what happens to you and how you're living and like that you got everything that you need, you know what I'm saying? Um and it's I've read that so many times, but I would hadn't been able to understand it until I took the opportunity to live through it. Yeah. So that's awesome stuff, dude. And now I'm chilling. Good, good. Yeah, just even yeah. I mean, Michael, you can talk about this. Like yeah. just being on your own. Like, yeah. Because you started you started before anybody I know. Mm-hmm. You Boy. you started living on your own at when you were still working at Taco Bell. Yeah. Longer than anybody else did, really. Like I it's mean, crazy. It's, it's just the adjustment to it. It's not exactly the same scenario though. Not exactly, but it is like there I don't think I had much room for struggle. Yeah, you had a lot to learn for sure. Oh yeah, just in terms of taking lot, care of yourself. And but I don't. I wouldn't consider it a hardship, just because of the situation. Like, I live with my dad. I don't pay rent still. Mm-hmm. Twenty one. Like he yeah. went to Florida, but he's still. I had the place to myself for the last five six months. Mm. So I mean, that's that's no hardship. I enjoy it. I, I mean, in terms of like managing a budget, though, and like oh yeah, I mean, growing I've as been, a person, figuring out this is a good thing to buy, this is a bad thing to buy, oh, this man. is good to invest my time in, this is a bad thing. That comes with time. I mean, it does. I started working full time hours my probably sophomore year of high school, like forty hours a week right off rip. Probably Crazy. wasn't legal, but it was <laughs> happening. <laughs> so uh, I don't know. Dude. Always had the influx of money, and I guess that is the challenge to do with it what you will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. I just you, know, you just gotta hope that you're not wasting it on what you spend. But nobody likes to waste money. No, Mm-mm. not at all. <laughs> Especially when you work for it. <laughs> oh, <No. laughs> sucks. Different story, but yeah, no, it's it's cool, man. It's cool stuff. It's cool stuff. I'm that is partly my worry about like. I want to live in Charlotte. I want to live in Atlanta. One of those two places after yeah, school. Yes, sir. Right. I'll, I'll ATL. Treat you right. ATL. Yes, yeah. <laughs> sir. Bro. Hang out with, with Gabe and little baby. Yes, anyway. sir. <laughs> That's crazy, bro. <laughs> Just like having my own place, you know, having that routine for myself. I think work would help with, you know, because that's the big thing for me. If I don't have a schedule, I just feel lost, man. Mm-hmm. That's with anything in life. Like, Getting back to school, like those first two weeks, mm. man, they are crazy just because there's so many different directions that I'm being dragged into. And it's like I need some sort of like consistency mm-hmm. so that I can have peace of mind when I'm, you know, just cruising along. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And, um, you know, life can tend to be a lot. And when pressure's on you, that's usually when, you know, you lose control. Well, you lose like total control, I guess, of mm-hmm. how you act and how you are as a person. That's what gives us our low points. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, man, if if I have a schedule, then I can remain steady. Mm-hmm. And with the schedule, I can go through my routine. I know what I'm supposed to be doing. And I'm not questioning myself either. Mm-hmm. So I have that confidence to keep going in my life with what, wherever, you know, what, whatever may happen. And I know that I'll probably be chill. But mm-hmm. it takes a while to figure that out. So that is that is something I'm definitely kind of worried about after school mm-hmm. and just like, you know, with having my own place. So like, Michael, that's why I, I asked you about that, because like, I think it's so cool how you kind of just stepped into that role, like 
<laughs> at a young age, like not even necessarily the hardships, but just being alone and being in your own space. Like that's, there's a lot of valuable stuff that you can learn about yourself and just life just by being by yourself, oh, yeah, for in sure. my opinion. Yeah, so. you can get anything, anything in life out of that. I mean, thrown right into it. Anything you get thrown to the wolves is going to be a learning experience. And there's always stuff to take out of something like that too. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Once again, thank you guys for tuning in to Crooked Stakes, the community, a conversation where we encourage you in your walk with God. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Um, If you like today's topic, be sure to share this with someone who you think could really benefit from this. Someone who you think might need the encouragement, might need the instruction, the guidance. And I pray that this is really helpful for you guys. If there's a topic that you'd like me to discuss, feel free to reach out on Instagram at Crooked Sticks, Crooked S-T-X, or to my main Instagram, gabriel.b.planted. Um, if you haven't already, be sure to check out our YouTube. We're starting to grow over there. And um, guys, let's have a great rest of the week. I will see y'all when I see y'all. Peace.